A very good evening. The Ukrainian president, Volodymyr Zelensky, has been at the White House this evening making the case for more military aid. He will be getting a more sympathetic hearing from President Biden than he got earlier in the day from the Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, who denied the Ukrainian leader a joint address to Congress, although he did meet him to discuss the $24 billion of additional aid, which right now is very much open to question. The Republican caucus is deeply divided over spending. The US government is hurtling towards a shutdown in nine days' time, and the Ukraine spending has been stripped out of McCarthy's proposals. Today, 29 Republicans signed a joint letter to the White House opposing that latest payment. Uh, with us tonight from the White House, our correspondent Helena Humphreys, who is watching uh, events uh, behind her. Um, President Zelensky arrived just half an hour ago. What do we think will be up for discussion, Helena? That's right, Christian. Uh, 15 minutes of discussion so far in that Oval Office. We know what will be up for discussion. It will be that 24 billion, which has been suggested by the Biden administration in terms of continued funding for Ukraine, which President Zelensky also says that his country needs to win the war. But he's come, let's be very clear eyed about this at a very difficult time for the United States at a time when there is much debate about the spending bill and whether it should include that aid for Ukraine. President Zelensky also saying that more weaponry is needed, particularly in terms of those Atakams missiles, giving Ukraine the ability to penetrate uh, from a long range more Russian positions, particularly in Crimea. We are waiting to see uh, what comes out of that Oval Office meeting and what will be announced and whether it will include those missiles. We understand that some kind of air defence uh, weaponry should be announced today. But of course, President Zelensky is saying we need all in, essentially. And let's be very clear about the difference in this meeting nine months on from that December meeting here at the, the, the White House and on Capitol Hill when President Zelensky received a standing ovation at that joint address to Congress. The heroes welcome Ukrainian flags unfurled and firm backing for President Zelensky then, this time around questions being asked about accountability coming from Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy saying that Americans, the taxpayer, deserves to know about how this money is being used. Also saying he wants to see more plans about how Ukraine intends to be victorious and to turn the tide on the battlefield at a moment in this counteroffensive as we start to head into the autumn, into the winter, when arguably it will be more difficult. And so far, those gains have been more limited this time around compared to December last year. Helena, thank you very much for that. Let's, let's get a little bit of the politics within the Republican caucus from Doug High, uh, who's with us. Um, Doug, in March last year, the Speaker of the House made it very clear that he was full square behind the Ukrainians. Today, he has pulled the funding from the spending bill, which is still to be passed. So what has changed in the interim? Uh, what's changed uh, is the politics within the conference, and that comes from both voters, Republican primary voters, most specifically in congressional districts and states, and also from conservative media. There's been a real skepticism about uh, the war in Ukraine, about Zelensky. I think a lot of that is misplaced, uh, but it's been very real. I've been warning uh, colleagues overseas uh, in London for, for over a year now. Watch House Republicans and how they move on this. They're going to try and shy away from Zelensky in an inch-by-inch -inch process. And unfortunately, you know, that's what we've seen just play out today. 
Yeah, well, I remember being over with you in Washington for the midterm elections and explaining to people why they should be taking an interest in, uh, you know, district by district elections across the United States. Mm -hmm. And this is very much the reason why, because you have a, a hardline group on the right who are adamant this should be stripped from the bill. But how much of it is about the person himself, Kevin McCarthy, and, and the position that he now finds himself in, Doug? Well, I think it's about the, the position he finds himself in with having a small majority. You know, with just five seats uh, of a majority for Republicans, it's very difficult to move anything, which obviously we're seeing play out right now. And that obviously affects things when it comes to Ukraine as well. It's why when we see a CR, if we see a CR, continuing a resolution to fund the government, we likely won't see Ukrainian funding. Now, there'll be another motion to, to commit funding for Ukraine. My sense is that it, it will pass, but it's gotten a little more difficult each time, and that's certainly what we're seeing now. Lord Derek, I get the sense that in Moscow, President Putin will be rubbing his hands. He has a, a huge row, which is denying the Ukrainians aid in Washington, and now the polls are suggesting that they might slow the aid that goes through their border to Ukraine because of the row over grain. Um, it's, uh, it's divide and rule. Um, it is, Christian. I mean, let me start by saying Doug's a great friend of mine. We had lunch only a couple of weeks ago, so it's great to go on a panel with him. His assessment, he's right, he's been warning about uh, Republican scepticism about aid for Ukraine for months now. And that reflects, as he said, a great deal of scepticism in some polls, more than 50% amongst Republican voters for this. Um, you're right. Uh, I think that Putin will be looking at this, keeping his fingers crossed, hoping that it stalls, that it gets blocked. Um, and in a longer term, Putin, I think, will definitely want to wait and see what happens in 2024, November, uh, the US elections, to see whether Republicans can win back the White House and what impact that would have on things. One thing is clear here, though, which is if USA, which is some 80 to 90 percent of the total military aid going to Ukraine was to stop or significantly diminish, Ukraine's chance of winning the war would pretty much disappear. I don't think there's any chance that Europe could make up the shortfall. So this is critical for the future of the war.